Yo, 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 what's up? It's Ben Scarborough, and I'm uh, chilling here at Third Eye Collective in the secret room with Black Jack. Bow, bow, bow. What's up, bro? One of the best looks on the wealth side. Come on, man. Talk to him. Welcome to the ATL. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me, brother. Uh, yeah, man. So, I've been- a big been... fan of you, by the way. Oh. Yeah. I, big I watch, thanks. I watch a lot of your shit, and I love how you move. Oh, thanks, dude. No doubt, man. Oh. be here. I, uh, you know, this is something that we've only been doing for about a year, mm -hmm. and it feels like something that we tripped and fell into just by having a recording studio and having as many artists as we do come through. Yeah. It just seemed like, um, like at, at some point last year, it was like podcasting so hot right now, mm. you know? Mm. Wow. Yeah. All <laughs> right. It just jumped right into it, you know? But it's been cool. We actually were calling the show Versus, like, Versus. like Mortal Kombat or whatever. Okay. And we had uh, we had Jody Breeze in here, and uh, we did the Jody Breeze tape. And somebody in the comments was like, "Man, where the hell are you guys? <laughs> it looks like you in some secret room, Legion of Doom type shit." And yeah. we were like, "Oh, that's the fucking name of the show, uh, yo, Secret Room." Shout out to Jody Breeze, man. That's the homie, man. I got a funny story about Jody Breeze. Oh yeah, yeah, got a funny story. He passed on one of the biggest records <laughs> ever that I produced back in the day. Me and my partner Drew um, as the Runners. I don't know if you know that, but you know. Oh, I, I'm familiar. Oh, you're familiar. Uh, I sort of people don't know, you know, originally I produce a record. You might know it. You might not. Every day I'm hustling. Rick Ross. Did you have to look up and think, bro? Like, <laughs> come on, bro. Yes. Every day Only I'm one of the hustling. biggest songs of all time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, you know, funny story about that is that, you know, we shopped that record before Rick Ross took it. We shopped that record to T.I., Jeezy, Jody Breeze. No way. Yeah. He, he, he heard the beat and said, uh, nah? I, I don't know what he said. Okay. I'm just going to keep it like that. But, you know, long story short, Rick Ross turned into biggest hit. You know, so, one of the biggest hits of his career. So that's, that's like mid-2000s, right? No, that's 2006. 2006? Yeah, 2005, 2006. And uh, at the time that you produced that record, were you getting some feedback from people that saying, like, oh, this beat is, it's... it's oh, yeah. Everybody wanted it. But, okay. you know... I don't know what happened. Everybody wanted it, right? Okay. But nobody jumped on it. And then Ross, being a hustler that he is, he made the, the proper moves, and he showed that he wanted it the most. You know? you know, Ross was doing his thing for a long time in Miami mm -hmm. before he had that record. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? And um, it shaped my career. It shaped his career. You know, and that's my brother for life. Shout out to Maybach Music and everything he's done. I had a buddy from Santiago, Chile. English is a second language. You moved up here, started going to middle school with me. At the time, I was in middle school when that record came out, by the way. Oh, word? And, uh, Damn, I, boy. You're I, making me feel like... <laughs> yeah, I just turned way. 30 this year. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> yeah, man. Big congratulations. Zero. I produced that record when I was 12, you know? Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was such a cool moment because he's learning English. Like, I had a big thing where I was, like, friends with the ESL kids and the kids who were just coming to, you know learning English and whatnot, I, yeah. I would hang out with everybody and I was like burning them CDs and shit. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I burned uh, Hustlin' Rick Ross on like a mixtape or whatever. And Word. it's like this kid that did not speak English was at school the next day singing that record, like just like in the halls. And he was, <laughs> he had bounce, you know, he was like every day I'm hustling or whatever. It's like one of my earliest memories, like my best friend now. 
<laughs> all these years later, like 15 years in the game. And What's his name? Sebastian Toro. Sebastian Toro. <laughs> so he was like, hey, what's Sebastian? Hustling, hustling, hustling. Hi, nice to meet it you. Was I'm so, hustling. It was so funny because I was like feeding him Pulp Fiction. I was like, bro, watch. Yeah, you putting them on. South Park season two. Watch this shit. Hustling. Listen to this <laughs> exactly. shit. Exactly. Got you. What a cool record. Yeah, man. And uh, so, so, so that Port of Miami. Yeah. It's like stacked, right? Yeah. Uh, did you did you have any other placements on that album when it yeah, came out? Actually, um, we we like cur- curated. When I say we, my, me and my partner Drew, we curated uh, the sound of Port of Miami. We did like six out of I think twelve. We did half of the album. Port of Miami. It, platinum. Yeah, platinum now. Yeah. Okay, so uh, what was um, the technology like back then? And I'll give you some context, right? Yeah. I'm a video professional, right. and we know what it was like to go from standard definition to high definition, now 4K. Yeah. Were there, was there anything like that, working with the older digital technology to make it beats, older software that, that, that's different today? Like, what was it like working in that, like, maybe Windows XP early? Right, so, you know, I'm an Apple guy. Okay. So um, it's always been Apple mm-hmm. from the beginning all the way up to now. But um, back in those days, we had a crate. You, you see that tower computer over there? So like the the Apple computer. So you, like I don't know if you remember the old Apple computer that was kind of like this tall. It was like you a G3. That? G3, right? Okay. So our G3, that's funny you say that because we started on a G3. Our G3 was, you know, it was about to die on us. Oh, for right? real? So we sold the record Hustling. And that got us the G5, the brand new oh, computer. Okay. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? But how, how 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 we traveled to sessions, you know what I'm saying? We traveled to sessions with our computer and we had a big rack travel, big travel thing. Like on right? wheels? On wheels, mm-hmm. on fucking a crate on wheels. And we traveled to every session. We we had to ship that out two days before our session. So if we're we live in Miami, we're going to um uh, work in LA. All right, cool. So we need to ship that out two days before we leave. That's that's wild. Yeah. So nowadays we got everything on our laptop. Right. It's coming with you on the plane. One hundred percent. And that's all we need now. You know. That's that's just crazy. That I think that was exactly what I was looking for. That yeah. that 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 size difference. Yeah. The weight difference. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and you remember very distinctly having to just be like, okay, man, I hope it gets. There. Yeah. You know, it was stressful, bro. But you know, we had to do what we had to do. And uh, back then, the the production duo. The mm-hmm. runners? Yeah. How did that come about? How did you guys get started? Oh, you know, Drew, we we were basically, like, raised together. I've known him all my life. Our parents were um, pregnant with each other, and they were friends. Wow. Um, and we just, you know, we fell in love with hip-hop at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Grew up on Dr. Dre, and we always just, we found, we had that common that common love for music. And it just naturally grew into starting something together being the next the next neptunes we used to always tell each other yo i'm gonna be pharrell you know yeah i'm gonna do the chad thing you know what i'm saying and it just grew into that and then we found our own lane okay you know what i mean to where now he's he's like the he's the business side of everything okay you know what i'm saying still on the creative side i'm more and i'm more on the creative side of things Still living on the business. We make all our decisions musically, business. We make all our decisions together. And uh, was there a moment when it was like a major label was coming into contact with you guys to kind of like get get behind the runners? Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, we had the whole we had the whole South on fire. Mm-hmm. You know, we shaped the whole sound of Miami. You know, and was then, it like a bidding war? Did you get to choose who to to side with? Well, 
in that time, if you're talking about like shopping beats, mm-hmm. it was, you know, we kind of built our relationship with the artists. So we would have a lot of artist sessions and we would produce right there with them. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Jeezy, T.I., uh, Clef, Ross, of course, Fat Joe, uh, Jim Jones, Lil Wayne. We were all always in the studio with them. And so it wasn't no like sending out a beat pack. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? And then having people fight over it, you know? Okay. Um, we started like that, you know, when we're trying to get in the game, sending beat CDs out. You know, and then, but once hustling hit, it was a fucking wildfire. Yeah. You know, and then we were in studios with everybody. What are some uh, ways that the hustling record got out there and was discovered uh, that you think would be different today? Well, you know, we didn't have SoundCloud back then. Right. You didn't have like this Instagram back then. You didn't have that self-promotion of you know nowadays you don't need a label now you can be independent you can get buzz going Mm -hmm. but back then you know you had to use the radio right so dj khaled dj nasty from orlando but dj khaled those guys were very instrumental on popping that record off okay because they played it on the radio they played it in the clubs they they put that down your throat pause but they stuffed that shit down your throat uh, and, and then I guess nowadays with a lot of these accounts that you just mentioned, there's yeah. like numbers associated very, very visibly. You can upload yeah. something to SoundCloud and say, oh, it got 20,000 views in, you know, X amount of time. Right. Uh, back in the mid 2000s or late 2000s, was there ever like when you put something out there where you like, OK, we don't we don't know how, how far it's gotten yet the reach. Did you have to like wait for yeah. some yeah. kind of chart to come back or yeah. something like that? Yeah. Uh, and you just keep your ear to the streets. You know, that's what we call it. You know, if, if people are um, in the streets and you hear it, you mm-hmm. know, hustling was one, was one of the first times we we knew that our shit was that song was big because we would go in the club, not even knowing that they put the record out. I remember we went into a club in Orlando and we at the bar. And next thing you know, we hear every day I'm hustling, hustling. Me and Drew looking at each other like, yo, what the? <laughs> The fuck? And then, That's us. And then everybody, white, black, Indian, Spanish, everybody. Oh, yeah. Hustling, 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 hustling. That was the first week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. And then you got records like I'm So Hood, uh, Born and Raised in the County of Day, Money on My Mind, uh, uh, um, uh, Go Hard. All of these songs that we put out, we would walk out in the streets and hear people singing that shit. You would hear it in their cars. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's that was... That was our, what do you call it now, research. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Keep your ear to the streets. Ear to the streets. Yeah. It's almost like it takes a whole new meaning. Yeah, but you still have to keep your ear to the streets nowadays. In that context. Yeah, because uh, you, can, you can have some music like on your hard drive. You could be sitting on it for a few months. Right. And like the top, the top 40 ch- changes or whatever, like the yeah. sound changes. Yeah. Uh, that's why you got to make timeless music, man. That's right. You know what I'm saying? God, there's the gem, right? Make, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, y'all got to put an edit, like, gem number one. <laughs> Timeless music. <laughs> so what's that sample in, uh, in Hustling? So that sample is, is, uh, is an artist um, I was working with at the time. And, um, and I came up with the vibe. I was like, yo, every day I'm hustling. And I tried it with my voice, and it was, uh, but he had an amazing voice. Mm-hmm. So I had him say it. And then I did my, my mojo to it, pitched it down, and, you know fucking timeless yeah so uh you're getting gigs maybe like shortly after the record's coming out right was there a um 
Like, no, oh, hold on, hold on. What you mean, like DJing gigs? No, nah, I guess or, what I meant to say is like people are you're you're you're, you're sought after yeah, producer. Yeah, exactly. People right. are like, I'm trying to work with Black. Right, one hundred percent. And uh, was there like a need? Like, did you ever feel like, oh, I got to top this, or are you just gonna stay in your lane? Yeah, and man. Just, you know, and, and, as an artist, and, you're like, oh, I got to top this. Yeah, but see, but that's the gift and curse, right? Uh huh. That's the gift and the curse. <laughs> got your perfectionism. Or exactly. Whatever. And the gift is, wow, I made a hit. That's a gift, but that's short lived. Cause now, you're, people want that. People always want you to reenact that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we were working on the spot. So hustling, I made in the bedroom when I was relaxed, chilled. You know what I'm saying? I knew the shit was amazing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the, the artist wasn't there over my back. Be like, yo, make sure this is a hit. Oh, it's you know different. What I'm saying? So that's the gift and the curse, and that really shaped us on on how to deal with pressure. How to move, how to, um, how to, uh, you know, read more books. You know what I'm saying? Like take care of the mind and the body, so you're able to perform. You know what I mean? Under, on the spot, under pressure, maybe. Under pressure, on the spot. You know? Okay. Because pressure busts pipes. Pressure busts pipes, and you get jewels out of that. You get, you know, it turns you into that diamond that you're supposed to be. That's that's uh, you can't fake that. Nah, it's just real life, bro. Oh, matter of fact, hold on. I got something for you. What we got? Hottest merch item you've ever seen in life. Blackjack mask. So let, let us hear a little bit about the Blackjack project. When you did gotta, it start? You got to put that on. And, uh, and where is it now? You got to put that on. We can't continue. Let's see how that looks. Thank you. Fire. <laughs> Let's hey just man, continue give me the, the loot. interview like this. Yeah. Yeah, that's a vibe. All right, so the Blackjack project movie movie i gotta say i feel way cooler with this on dude. nah you ready to go bro you ready you ready to rage Flip the yeah, table exactly <laughs> so the blackjack project uh um actually the name first came to me in a dream you know uh and drew and i were, were talking about we've been talking about going into this direction of of being the artist producer dj and um we were you know thinking about rebranding you know okay. what I'm saying? Changes from the runners and let's just start over and let's just rebrand, you know? Mm -hmm. And the name Blackjack came to me in a dream. And the spelling, you know, Blackjack just came to me in a dream and then we just had to figure out how to get the spelling right and all of that. So, you know, and, but the whole project in general is basically taking the runners, mixing it with the electronic music, dubstep, whatever, trap, whatever, electronic music. I don't like genres, first of all. Okay. I don't like genres. That meaning I I don't like the the segregation of music. Okay. You understand? It's it's like uh somewhere around 2013 2014 somebody was telling me that the EDM ticket sales combined were were selling more than like country music ticket sales yeah. and, and, right. and garage band ticket sales and like rock and so uh, I guess not to use that word that that style of music electronic music it was just like you know it was like taking the word world by storm right, Every, everything on the charts was yeah. you know it was like people like Justin Bieber had that 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 London dubstep kind of sound or whatever so mm -hmm. I mean as a producer shout out to Skrillex and Diplo I mean they changed the game there was that yeah. one article that was like uh that interview with Diplo like if, if I'm a club promoter uh why pay a band you know X amount of, to, to only play for three hours when I can pay a DJ less 
yeah. to, to play for even longer, right? right? And I feel like that's, that's kind of like, uh, that did something to music. Yeah, yeah. Whether yeah. it was good or bad, it was like all of a sudden music overnight was just like, uh, you know, there's a lot of wubs in my country music now yeah. that wasn't right. there before. Right. And I, at, the, at the moment, I wasn't really feeling it. Mm-hmm. Just, just sidebar, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a jazz and, and coffee kind of person. Okay. I'm not like a molly and grind rave kind of person or whatever. So when all my friends were like, let's go, let's go, let's go, you know, get fucked up at the club and listen to this, you know, EM music, I was like, no, <laughs> I, I kind of want to play San Andreas and chill the fuck out. Yeah. So... It was like uh, I was kind of waiting for that bubble to burst right. a little bit. I was right. like, "Can can we? What what's what's going to be next? I'll, I'll just I'll just wait on the sidelines, you know." But at, I mean, at the time, the producers I couldn't knock what was going on in the yeah, scene. Right. It was like yeah. people were finding their their own style within that type of music. Right, right. And, and like you know, just to uh, expand on what yeah. you just said about you know about the producers, um, these guys are some of the most talented kids ever. Like the shit that they're doing, the sound design that they're doing. It blows my mind. So, me having to dig in and learn this shit, you know, from the ground up, mm-hmm. is the best thing I could have ever done just for my producer skills. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Just like my sound design and, and just learning different techniques from what I'm used to. It took me some time to really just dig in, watch tutorials, you know, and, and, and learn. You know what I mean? So, big ups to... All the DJ producers out there, man, big ups to y'all. You guys are amazing. These are sounds that don't occur in nature. Right. They have to be generated. Right, 100%. And, and uh, I'm, I'm in, in the film industry, there's these, these people that win you know, Oscars for sound design who go out and, and, and take a wrench on the little wire that keeps an uh, electric pole mm-hmm. up, and there's mm-hmm. that wire, yeah. and they put a boom mic up it, and they hit it. Yeah. Right. And, and, right. and they're having to make their own sounds and stuff. So, yeah. so I'm sure that as a producer, as a sound engineer, you're like, I, I can create these soundscapes, right. you know, and I'm, right. I'm sure it was a challenge to, yeah. to try yeah. and find uh, something that sounded wholly original, right? Right, right, right. Because the possibilities are endless. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um, sometimes your mind can, can uh, go, go astray. And I think the, the way I look at it is, you know, I know what I'm great at. You know what I'm saying? So I mix what I'm great at and what's natural to me, and I bring that. The other elements that I've learned, the new, the new elements that I've learned, I bring that into the mix, and that's how you get blackjack music. You know what I mean? So the, the record that came out on Valentine's Day, mm. uh, what's it been like? What's the response been like? Um, that's uh, That Way. That yeah. Way? That Way came out on Valentine's Day? Yeah. That Way was amazing, man. Um, the response is... Is, you know, shout out to Icy Narco. Um, yeah, we both from Miami, and the response is dope, bro. Yeah, they love it. And and the loot record, yeah. right? It's like one of my favorite. Must be really cool to sample Biggie, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, we were listening to that before you guys got in here, actually. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was really digging it. I, yeah, it's I'm, a vibe, right? I'm a huge Biggie fan, and so anytime I can hear you know those old bad boy records, mm-hmm. you know, in, mm-hmm. in a different light, I'm always like, yes. All right. Uh, Drew and I are like big, you know what I'm saying? Classic rap fans mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like jay-z's reasonable doubt that's our favorite album of all time yeah hop up on your good foot right you feel me come <laughs> on man come on. i fucking love that one yeah yeah man so uh um about the loot record man um I, I had this i had this beat just just a rap beat mm-hmm. and um 
and this is how we kind of work, you know, when we when we write music. Uh, I have the beat, I send it to Drew, and you know, he might call me, or he might not. But on this day, he called me and said, "Yo, I got a hook for that shit." <laughs> Push the button, dog. You know what I'm saying? He said, "Yo, I got a hook for that shit, bro." And he and he said, "Yo, you know, give me the loo, loo, loo." Cooking the cooking the yams, that's what I do, that's what I do. You know, in mm -hmm. his white boy voice, but, you know, I heard him like, yo, we got a vibe. And he came in and laid it down, and then we, we, we found an artist to, you know, finish it off, you know. But that's how everything starts, bro, you know, with the, like an inkling of, a, of an idea. And then we just grow that motherfucker. We put water on that motherfucker, and we just grow that motherfucker. Uh, that tweet from the blackjack account uh -huh. really powerful tweet which one um you know you about know how you start you don't start at a million followers exactly. you start at zero exactly i mean exactly. that's 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 real game right and that's coming from somebody that you know we didn't have to do this we didn't have to stop producing for you know rihanna uh uh, uh khaled ross or lil wayne right you know what i'm saying like we, we could have continued on but we wanted to you know um is there was something inside of us that was like, yo, hold on, there's something more to us, you know? There's something more to that that we can give to the music industry, you know what I'm saying? And 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 we decided to take on that challenge because we understood you got to start from the bottom, you know what I'm saying? And coming into this shit, you're not going to have, you know, 2,000 people at your show. You may have 100, you may have 50, but you got to, you know, continue to grind. And that's with everything. Everything in life, you've got to continue to grind. Excuse me. <coughs> no, I, I think that was the gem number four right there, actually. That's number four? I think that was number four. Unless we Bing. skipped three, yeah. Well, so did, uh, did, did Blackjack always have a home on Big Beat? Mm, no, no. Blackjack was formed before that. Okay. And then um, shout out to everybody. Shout out to Craig, man. Craig really, Craig Calman, the chairman of Atlantic, he, he took the... He took the chance on us. He saw the shit. He took the chance on this project. And um and everybody, Gavin, Gina, everybody over there, you know, really appreciate it, man. It's a great home for Blackjack. I, I was looking into Big Beat and and the history that that label has within Atlantic Records. Mm. Right? Like yeah. it's it, it's an older imprint and yeah. it's been That's Craig's baby. Like Craig started Oh, oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's Craig's baby. Like he started that. You know what I mean? He started Big Beat. It just seemed like like it, it had been around for a minute, and it, yeah. and now it's putting out the kind of music that it is. Yeah, Craig. It, Craig is one of those um, one of the only executives that come from that music background, and 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 that gets it. You know, he was a producer, a DJ. You go to his office, you see records all over the place. You know what I'm saying? He's he's that. So you got to respect somebody. You know what I mean? And kind of you know look up to that because at the end of the day, that's what that's our, that's what our goal is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so, the are you on tour right now? Yeah, we're on tour right now. Um, got two more shows. Uh, last night, you know, what happened? Getting hot? Getting a little toasty. Okay, cool. Now the interview's gonna go down now, man. You took the mask off. Fuck it. Blackjack merch, the hottest merch item. Now you just fucked up my whole vibe now. It's like, damn. Now he has to look at my face. Damn. Getting a little toasty I was bonding with you, bro. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, so tour. Let's talk about the tour. Yeah, we talking about the tour? It just seemed like, uh, you know, I was looking at the, uh, the 
your the Twitter account, and I was like, it really seems like you're in different cities, yeah, uh, like very, very yeah. often. Yeah, it's the first tour. We're on the Sunny Side Up tour um, with Moody Good. Shout out to my boy Moody Good, um, and uh, it's going amazing, bro. Mm-hmm. It's like really, it's our first time seeing this in action, and the craziest thing, right? We go to shows and people pull up with this. Oh. People have this on. Yeah. But they keep it on for the whole show. Oh, for shit. the opener, for the next opener, all the way to the end. Oh, wow. After I perform, they still have this on. Wow. It's amazing. Special. Real fans. Not real deal fans. How, how many of words us? And, you know, it's special. Um, what is it like performing in that arena? Is it different? than like a hip hop show? It's not different um, for me, it's different for the people who come buy the tickets. Okay. It's different for them, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm giving them something that you're not gonna see. I'm giving them a nigga with braids, you know, I can say that, uh, I'm giving them the streets <laughs> yeah. mixed in with electronic music. And when I go in, I go in. When I perform, I'm drenched. Oh yeah. I'm done. Are we, are we crowd surfing? Nah, I'm not doing that just yet because I got to play the next song. You know what I'm uh, saying? All right, you got to get back. Um, yeah. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But that's what they get. They get this blackjack experience. It's something that they never seen. They're 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 a part of a, a movement. They're a part of a gang. You know what I'm saying? And when I say gang, you know what I mean. It's just a group of people that 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 share the same interests. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's what they're a part of. What uh, what other kind of media or medium are you planning to take? blackjack in are you gonna stay in music or are you gonna try and do anything else uh oh well you know drew and i we've we've built like multiple entities you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. throughout throughout our music career um a huge publishing company we published down in the dm we published oh cool uh, yeah Yo that's Gotti. the Gotti record yeah right? um meek mill uh meek mill and uh Nicki minaj what's that what's that song all eyes on you is meek mill's number one record um uh, we publish uh, Beyonce, Beyonce song. So we have a, you know, extensive publishing catalog. You know what I'm saying? So it's not just only, you know, DJ and performer. This is just, this is our baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Blackjack is going to go, um, Blackjack is going to go into the merch. We, we, we're going to, you know, I can't say too much, but, you know, this brand is going to spread everywhere because, you know, it's it's not just about sitting in home, sitting at home, making sounds and uh the opportunity to go play them nah we're not in this for that you know what i'm saying we want to spread this shit like the coronavirus oh <laughs> shout out to coronavirus hold on hold on hold on blackjack uh uh in in nine five mask coming because you know you got to have like a certain like filter Yo, on your shit right? you're right so blackjack in nine timely just in case that shit come over here and really spread spread oh god i hope not you're gonna you're gonna be protecting this style shit airborne as fuck well, so if, uh, is, uh, is EA Sports or 2K hitting you up for any blackjack uh, placements inside any of these games? Um, not at the moment, but it's coming. You know? It'll be hot, right? Yeah. Every time you fire up like Madden, it's like at the main menu, you know? Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that. Come on. But we have a great relationship happen. with that. And, and, our, and our, um, uh, uh, my guy, Ryan Press, over at Warner Chapel Publishing, he publishes uh, our music side. And um, we have a great relationship, man, with... ESPN, 
mm-hmm. um, EA Sports. Like our, our songs have been in all of that before. You, so you've had songs in video games, yeah, before, yeah. Right? But not Blackjack yet. Though, okay. But our relationship That's is so freaking is solid. cool, man. It's, to just it's be a blessing, in a video bro. game, you know. Yeah, it's a blessing. Um, when you are not working, yeah, which it doesn't sound like it's very often. How mm. do we? How do we decompress? What are we doing? My dogs, uh, my wife as well. Um, she helps me de- decompress in a lot of ways. Um, are we are we watching uh, uh, television? No, dogs. <laughs> Just straight up dogs. Dogs. I have I have uh, two Belgian Malinois. Oh, and, nice. Um, I train them, and and they're basically they take up a lot of time. And if you know anything about working line dogs, they take up a lot of time. I didn't. I didn't. I actually don't know yeah. much. Yeah, I, uh, it's not a pet. He's not a pet. He's like a. He's a killer. Uh, is he coming with you? Uh, Around the country, eventually around the world. Okay, okay, okay. Will, yeah. how old are these? Uh... He's 15 months. He's 15 months, and then I have another one that's 10 months. Okay, yeah, it's my babies, man. That's cool. Yeah. Um, don't have any pets. I had a dachshund once. A oh, dachshund. Chill oh, little yeah. dachshund. Yeah, great dogs. Um, you got fish? You got no fish or nothing? We have a turtle here at the studio. You got a turtle? Yeah. Um, oh, a shit. Jay dropped it off actually. We just we are in the Where? West End, and there is Jay's, and some Jay was like, "Here, I have this turtle." Yeah, and we were like, "Give us that motherfucking turtle What's and get the, the fuck out of here." What's the turtle's name? Uh, we call it Turtle. Okay, that's cool. Generic, but it's cool. We haven't really given it a name yet. It was, right. you know, it, it became the Rescue Turtle, and then it was the Studio Turtle. Rescue Turtle. Rescue Turtle. All right, yeah, All right, cool. <laughs> I he, rock with that, bro. He's chill. We don't really get to play with him. He'll snap at us. But so we, he's a snapping turtle. Mm-hmm. Mm. We, we feed the fuck out of it. But that's probably the only time that I get to interact with something that's not like a person. Right. And and feel like I'm, you know, looking at something on the other side of a glass. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Blackjack mask coming. And what's that domain name? What's the what's the dot com, by the way? Blackjack.com. Yeah. Oh, also yeah. at Blackjack on all platforms. Blackjackmusic.com. Blackjackmusic.com. Sorry. It's it's like um, I was like looking at all the tweets and I was like, the commitment to the V, you know, like I was Seriously. like, he's got to mess up somewhere. Oh, no. There has to be yeah, a, right? a nah. V in place of the A somewhere. Hey, what? Or, or what is a. that? This is an A, bro. It is an A. You, you can't tell me nothing different. How you, an A is like this. Yeah. But you know what this represents? No. This, this represents don't follow rules. Okay. Oh, okay. It's like the... Uh, so... The upside down the letter. The upside down letter. Unconventional. Flip it, unconventional. Flip it up on his head, bro. Rule breaking. You know what I'm Rule breaking. Don't like follow it. the rules. That's what that represents right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I will not put an A. If I write it, there ain't no A in it. I'm gonna break the rules. You gotta, you gotta commit. You know what I'm saying? You can't and, accidentally. Yeah. And and that transcends into our music because it's is that's what we're about. You know, everybody is um you know, stuck on, oh, if you're making dubstep, it has to be this way. Or if you're making trap, it has to be this way. Oh, you're not using the right synth. You didn't design it this way. Who who fuck wrote the rule, the rule book for this shit? Nah, we're past that. There are no rules for this. Nah, I want to ask, who wrote the rule book <laughs> on how you supposed to create music? I'll wait. Let us know down in the comments below if you have an answer Please, for this question. Thank you. <laughs> and at me, because we're going to have a conversation if you wrote the rule book. I need to talk to you. Well, uh, what, what kind of feedback do you get from going into this, this territory where there is no rules? It's actually been amazing. Yeah. You know, 
um, you have people that's like, oh my God, I understand what you're doing. Um, like they can see you doing this for a yeah. while. No, you're, 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 you're filling a void. That's, that's what we get a lot. Oh yeah. Like people may play, um, people may have hip hop in, in their sets a little bit mm-hmm. and they'll go into something else, you know, just to fit it in, just to feel cool. But we live that culture. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm all about that culture. All of my music is the culture. It's basically both cultures combined. That's my music. I got the hip hop, and I'm really making music true to the culture of hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And blending it with electronic music. That's the goal. It's my mission in life right now is to blend the cultures and break the rules. There is no fucking rules. You're gonna get me hot because you, you know what I'm saying? I- like. <laughs> You know, y'all talking about rules and shit. I do not like rules. That's my wife. I hate rules. No rules. You know, I'm respectable. Don't get it twisted. I'm the nicest guy in the world. But if you tell me it's not supposed to be this way uh-huh. and it's fire, yeah. you're crazy. No parents, no rules. Exactly, bro. <laughs> Come on, man. Change your draws, bro. No rules. Change your draws. Keep them on. Doesn't matter. It's no rules. Uh, what? is left on this tour. How many more places are you going to visit? Um, tomorrow we're in Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not sure when this airs, but uh, we have one more date, and then Miami Music Week is coming up, and we have dates on that. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we're going to book another run, man. Really? Yes, yeah, sir. And you're just going to keep 2020 like going in that direction? Oh, we can't stop. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to stop until my, you know, I'm, I'm able to bring my dog with me. You know what I'm saying? To where we get that bus, and then I'm bringing my dog with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, so this is what I wanted to ask you. This this single-driven economy that we're in? Yes. Where where it's like Spotify has almost kind of redefined the type of music that people are making. Right. You have, you know, the playlist structure of these streaming platforms. Right. Like, right. you have X amount of seconds to grab someone's attention right. before they hit next. Has that influenced yeah. to how you produce it all? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. Is it like keeping, do you feel like, you, I mean, it's it's the platform, right? Yeah. It's not yeah. like going against the grain at all. Yeah. Yeah. Not to say rules, but, you know, the structure maybe exactly. is there. See, and- see, that's the thing. Yeah, there are rules, but you still have to make sure you, when you're breaking the rules, make sure people can still j- digest what you're doing. Sure. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's a science to the madness. And um, that's why we're dropping, we're dropping a record every month. Okay. You know, we're not waiting <laughs> three months, six months. And you know, drop a song. We're we're dropping every month because everything is being digested so quickly. People's attention spans are yeah. You know what I mean. So we have to stay consistent and and drop every month. And that's the state that we're in. If if, if you're not keeping up with the with the with the traffic, if you're not leading the pack, yeah. It just seemed like the get lost. the single driven economy. Yeah. The big push behind one single you know, every few weeks and whatnot, that's like, at least some of the artists that I follow on Spotify, like that's been there. Right. I'm like, when's the album coming out? Nobody wants to put an album coming out. They're not getting right. the kind of return on the album that they would. All right. But I right. feel like at the same time, like we, we, we were listening to Tame Impala. Uh-huh. They just put out an LP. I don't know how long that guy was in the studio, whatever, maybe like a year or some change. You guys uh-huh. listen to Tame Impala. Um, it's like psychedelic rock or whatever, uh-huh. something that doesn't play the radio, uh-huh. right? Like, like pop is not rock anymore or something. Yeah. But um, it's like he did it, yeah. you know, and, and, and he's getting the kind of uh, his fan base is there. I think that's what they expect from him. They expect LPs from this from this guy. Right. 
But uh, and so he's just not dropping singles, and in a way, it just looks like I don't know. So wait, he's not dropping singles; he just dropped an LP. That's mm-hmm. it. He drops an LP like once every two years, right. and he's been doing that since the early 2010s. Yeah, and similar to like Adele, she drops it like what every four years, right, every right. five as she years. Gets older. Yeah, as she gets older. Um, it, it's like I guess you have to be so in tune with your audience and your fan base to know what. Right. how you want to interact with them. Yeah. Like if they are the type of, like I know EDM people are like, they need something to listen to while they work out. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, while they're getting crunk, hmm. uh, getting fucked up, yeah. uh, driving around in traffic, you yeah. know? And then it's like, if you're, you're, you're older heads, maybe they need something a little bit more. Like, yeah. it's like you, you know, when you listen to an album, there's like a theme to it. And it's like variations on a theme. Right. It's like all sonically kind of the same. You can mm-hmm. tell they're all coming from the same sessions yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's just different. I mean, like, are, 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 who are you listening to these days? Oh, man. I'm listening to uh, all the new hot artists, um, rap artists mm-hmm. coming out. Um, I keep my ear to the streets. For sure. Uh, be honest with you, Jay-Z, Reason Without, I'm still listening to that. How could you not? To keep my, my roots grounded. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, that's the vibe. That's what I'm listening to. That's cool. Um, well, hey, man. Oh, this new guy. You ever heard of Comethazine? Uh, no, no. You never heard of Comethazine? I have not. I, I, I know your viewers have heard of Comethazine. Comethazine has a record with Blackjack. Okay. Blackjack featuring Comethazine. It's coming out. Probably when this airs. It's okay. coming out real soon. This will be out on Monday. Oh, okay. So it's coming out next month. Um, yeah. This is going to shape. This is going to shape the sound of Blackjack. Oh, really? Yeah. Is this the next yeah. uh, single from it's, Blackjack that's coming out? It's the next release. Okay. I don't like. I, I don't even like to call it single, even though it is the one next song. release. We'll the next release. That. I like to call it release. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? Um, nah, special. Now, when I say this one was special, I played it last night for the first time. The I crowd. could not believe the fucking reaction I oh, got. Oh, hell yeah. I played it for the first time, and I, hold up, do you understand what's going on? <laughs> this is Black Jack and motherfucking Comethazine. <laughs> and the words came in, and the second time I played it, yeah. they're singing it. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, white people. <laughs> yeah. The little girls, like, the, you know what I'm saying? I mean, we love music. Our people, our people, when I say our people, Blackjack gang is strong. They started singing it. They only heard it for 30 seconds. They started singing it. So that's how you know it's going to take off. That's how I know it's special. I've seen that before. Well, so music videos? Are we, are we doing visuals for these records? Every, every release we put out, we have a visual. Okay. Yeah. Because, you know, again, people digest in a, in a, in a different way nowadays. Uh-huh. And... We just, you know, we're doing it for them, you know? Yeah. Give them the music, and then we want them to get the music, and they have something to watch with the music. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it, it sounds like, uh, it sounds plausible. But then, next to that, we take them on a journey. We show, we record the whole process, and it's called the process. We take them through the whole start of a record, the finish of the record, getting the vocals on the record, um, shooting a video. The creative process, the ups and the downs of this process as Blackjack starting from the ground up, 
we record and document everything. And for every song, we release a series, a clip of the process. It's called The Process. Blackjack Scully's on the way. That, it's called The Process. That's on the, they can find that on the, on the. On our YouTube on channel. On YouTube channel, okay. Blackjack YouTube channel. Man, go ahead and run Comment that. right now. Yeah, subscribe to that. Subscribe. And if you su subscribe, this is Monday? Uh, it, yeah, come, yep. You subscribe Monday. Everybody that subscribes Monday, you're going to get a Blackjack mask sent to you. That's big facts. Um, so, yeah, there's like, what, uh, 100,000 subscribers gets you the silver plaque? Yeah. Are we, are we there yet? No, no. No, we're not there yet. One. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You remember my tweet, right? Yeah. Oh, you yeah, don't start, start with 100,000. Right, right, right. You, you start at one, and you work your way up. That's, That's where it. we at. That's, you know, YouTube's going to send you that. Right. That silver YouTube plaque. Most definitely. It's going to be the unboxing video. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Stick that shit to existence, and then, my brother. So, yeah, like, I, okay, so I'm a filmmaker, right? And there mm -hmm. are there are certain institutions that I can look forward to being in to to live forever, right? right? Like, uh, I will, we'll go ahead and say the Oscars because it just happened, right? Yeah. But there's also, like, um, the Library of Congress, mm. right? Like, the Library of Congress selects films that are culturally or aesthetically, um, like, they just feel like they have to throw it in a vault, right? Like, right. like Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing is in there. Jaws is in there, right? Because right? uh -oh. at some point, they're going to have to go back and pull that shit out of a vault and be like, shit was crazy yeah. back then or whatever. Right. So I'm always like, man, it would be really cool to get in the Library of Congress, to, to be on the Criterion Collection, you know, which is a special edition DVD house out of New York. You know, okay. I'm like, it would be so cool to make a film to be in one of these institutions. Okay. Music... I, I I mean like there's there's musical instru institutions like are you do you do you have uh, would you can you are you would you like to be oh in I just want to be in in everybody's on everybody's playlist nowadays because now it's all about playlists for, for sure and I just want to be in on everybody's phones that's it okay simple as that accolades I I I don't make music for accolades I don't make music. For you know, oh, good job, man. Okay, I, I make music because I love it, mm -hmm. and um, that's where you're at. The best, the best gratitude is people understanding the art and and where I'm coming from. My point of view. It, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's that's the, that's all, that's all I can ask for. You that's all I'm. I can't fake for. that. Yeah, and of course, you know that that bleeds into the blackjack mask. Like hundred thousand people in the crowd with a blackjack mask. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, no, that's big. I'm big on YouTube, right? And so, no, uh, you're huge on YouTube. I, I'm getting I'm, twisted. I'm getting there. I love YouTube. I think that that the, the milestone, that one, that silver plaque. Yes, sir. So obtainable. Yes, sir. And just it would be so cool to see that unboxing video to see you guys just like in the studio being like, Psh, right? You know, <laughs> right? I mean, because we've unboxed plaques before, a lot yeah. of plaques. A lot of plaques, but the YouTube plaque would be different. It would do okay. So the the, the hundred thousand is the silver plaque. Okay. Uh, a million is the gold plaque. But what happens if you get five hundred thousand? A million subscribers, you gotta you gotta get uh, nothing. So, so it's a hundred thousand all the way. So you gotta get a hundred thousand, then another nine hundred thousand, then you Correct. get another plaque. And then the next one is the diamond plaque, and that's fifteen million subscribers. Wow. Wow, and that's that's only for like Disney Channel kids and, yeah, and yeah. shit like that who, yeah. who peak early or some right, shit. Right, understood. But that those those are the ways that YouTube as a company can say, "Good fucking job." Here you go. Sweet, sweet. We are gonna get there, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, <laughs> fuck yeah, bro. We are gonna get there, bro. We on this journey, man. Well, uh, 
what do you say we get out of here and get a beer or something? Cool. I'm with it, man. But you got to put the mask on. Okay, okay, okay. Blackjack music. For black, you know. You need to go like this. Blackjackmusic.com. Signing out, baby. Third Eye Collective. This is the secret room. Bow. Straight like motherfucking that. (laughs) (laughs) Then we out of here. Peace.